Welcome, this is Proact Sam Orgill from Proact Living and Working Abroad Club, welcoming you to our podcast today. In this week's podcast, we are amazingly going to find a link between savings tax, inheritance tax, domicile, and your UK property investment. Living and Working Abroad, a Proact partnership, we serve expats, that their families and their business or if they're re- relocating abroad, covering areas like tax, wills, immigration, visas. And what we're going to try and do today is introduce you to a happy new tax year. Uh, since 1752, um, everybody in the world has worked, in the Western world at least, has worked on a, a calendar year starting in January. Before that, the New Year started in spring, and it still does in in many cultures. Uh, Hence, you see the Chinese New Year and and, and Buddhist New Year at this time of year. And uh, that is why the UK tax year still starts in April. Uh, There's a bit of a story about why it starts on the 5th of April, but this is it. And so what we're going to do this month is feature in our podcast, emails, newsletters and webinars uh, the changes to taxes for the UK and Cyprus and the EU that affect uh, expats living and working abroad or relocating overseas. And in particular, we're looking at some significant changes for the UK property investors. Now, if you didn't already know, UK is a very good place to be property investing, especially if you're an expat. Um, and... Uh, what happened at the start of the last tax year was that uh, there was big changes to the mortgage interest rate relief. So that now, if an individual is investing in UK property with mortgage debt, then this is the first year that they start to limit the amount of tax relief they can get for that business expense. So anyone who's an individual uh, renting property in the UK um, with a high rate tax liability is now going to ha- find that his tax relief on that expense is not going to be the full 45% of his tax rate, but it's going to be limited to 20%. So in, in effect, he's getting a 25% tax increase for that limit. This applies starting this last tax year, running through to 2021, which is the year of Brexit. So it's a timely uh, uh, rolling in of these changes that will also coincide with the period of Brexit changes for EU expats living in the UK or UK expats living in the UK who have property investment. So there is a potential 25% tax increase. How can you avoid that? Well, you can avoid it if you owned property, for example, in a, a company, a UK company or an offshore company owning property in the UK can get full tax relief on, on their uh, mortgage interest. Uh, so that could be a very good way of saving 25% tax. However, that's not the full story because uh, that means a conveyance, and that conveyance can involve inheritance tax. Now is a good time, depending on your portfolio, the size, 
UK property was revalued in 2015, so any capital gains is only counted since then. So for smaller portfolios, you could still be avoiding any capital gains tax, uh, which is charged at around 18%. Um, but still, capital gains tax is a lot lower than 40% inheritance tax uh, when you die. Now, this may not be the fourth, uh, your immediate plan for the next year or two, but inheritance tax is something that is going to hit everybody who's a UK taxpayer in, uh, in some, sorry, who's a UK investor uh, when they die. Even if you're uh, non-domiciled, even if you don't come from the UK, if you own assets in the UK, then potentially you've got a liability to 40% inheritance tax on assets when, when you die. So this is something to consider. So uh, investing in UK property through uh, a corporation can be a very tax efficient way to save that tax. And now with mortgage interest relief being reduced, it, it, it is more leads more towards having this uh, property uh, inside uh, uh, a corporation than not. Uh, Paraphrase that, uh, compare that to Cyprus. Now, Cyprus, for expats, uh, introduced in 2015 a legal definition of, of a domicile status. And if expats uh, declare to the Cyprus authorities that they weren't born in Cyprus, their origin was another country, and, and that therefore they can claim to pay no tax on property rental income, bank interest, or dividends. And this saves up to 30% tax, which a Cyprus domicile resident would pay on, on those uh, events. Now, again, the, uh, the Cypriots can avoid these taxes using corporations, but of course the Cyprus company is always VAT liable, and it's always audit liable. So the expenses of running a Cyprus company uh, for a small business or as an investment company can be relatively high compared to a UK company where there's no VAT until income uh, turnover is over 100,000 euros or um, and, and there's no audit until over 5 million turnover. So there is a big difference in the, in the running costs of these two types of corporation. But as an individual, you've got no tax to pay in in Cyprus on your savings uh, or your dividends or your property rental income if you're non-domicile. Of course, if you've declared yourself as non-domicile uh, to Cyprus, then you must be domiciled to your home country. And therefore, your home country's inheritance tax and estate provisions become relevant. Under EU law, um, there's a tax clearance needed from your home country in an estate and under EU law, uh, uh, a probate and administration must be done for your worldwide assets in your country of residence. So an expat living in Cyprus or France or Spain has to conduct uh, a worldwide um, uh, administration in, in his country of tax residence. And with common reporting standards, linking exchange of information between countries, uh, the tax 
officers can now see what's happening in one country and another. And property, inheritance tax, uh, as well as royalties, dividends, and saving taxes are all reportable and all exchanged by a country. How common reporting standards exchange information works is that they gather all the information during the calendar tax year and they exchange that information around the world between the different countries, including the United States, in September of that year. So everything that you did or received uh, from a property rental agent, a bank, an investment company, dividends in 2017 will be reported to your resident tax resident country in September 2018. So they will have that information to compare to your tax return. And uh, we always encourage full disclosure, uh, so not to get in trouble. But then we also encourage you to look at ways to have a tax saving. Because if you're saving savings tax and property rental tax and dividend tax in, the, in Cyprus uh, by declaring yourself as non-domicile, then that leaves you open necessarily to domicile in your home country. And if you're a UK citizen, that means 40%. So your property portfolio, which is now limited with mortgage interest relief to your basic rate, going down to your basic rate at 20%, is also uh, going to be suffer from a 40% inheritance tax. So how do you avoid that in the age of common reporting standards and worldwide uh, probate administrations? Well, again, the answer is similar to uh, 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 achieving a property rental uh, mortgage interest relief uh, and saving that tax in that uh, if you hold your UK property in a corporation, then um, the wonderful thing is on death, the asset that is calculated in the inheritance tax calculation is not the value of the property that the company owns. It's the value of the shares of the company. So if you buy £10 worth of shares in a company, that is what goes on the inheritance tax return when you die, not the 300,000 property. Now, that could make a big difference. If you've got a, a 1 million mansion or uh, a 1 million four-bedroom terraced house in, in London, then uh, that you have got quite a high tax liability. And, uh, you know, the, the personal allowance is 325,000. Um, therefore, you could be paying 600,000. Uh, it could be assessed for inheritance tax with the tax liability in the UK, therefore 240,000 pounds. That could be a lot of money lost to your children uh, to your wife, to your loved ones, to your family. All this could be protected. So common reporting standards enables governments to, do, to have clear definitions and proof of domicile, allows them to ensure that you're paying the right amount of savings tax, the right amount of inheritance tax, and the right amount of capital gains. And so uh, it's time in this new tax year to reassess your portfolios, reassess your holdings, and consider how best you can be an expat living and working abroad, investing in overseas property in the UK, in Cyprus and elsewhere, 
and, and managing your affairs to minimise your capital gains, inheritance tax and savings tax liabilities. Um, if you want to find out more, you can contact us uh, via our website, proactpartnership.com, uh, contact us page. Uh, but you can also, why not, keep in touch, proactpartnership.com, register, and you can keep in touch with our newsletters weekly and also our tax blogs and tax briefings. And also find out about our webinars where once a month we feature a webinar, which this month, on the last Thursday of each month, we feature in, in April 2018, we're going to feature uh, the new tax year and all the different savings. So we'll be going diving into more detail about uh, these issues around about savings tax, domicile, inheritance tax, and looking at them in more detail and setting those pictures out for you in our webinar on the last Thursday of this month. Uh, and we run those every month at the last Thursday, 5 p.m. Cyprus time, 3 p.m. UK time. Look forward to seeing you there. Now, I want to hear from you. If you've got a question, if you want to clarify a point, if you want to discuss anything, we're more than happy to do that. We love talking to clients. We love giving free uh, indicators, direction to our clients. So why not leave a message on this podcast or go to our blog and leave a comment there or Facebook page. Uh, uh, if you look up first as Proact Expatriate Tax or Living and Working Abroad, you'll find our page and you can leave a comment and we'll discuss it with you and we'll give you the answers and the guidance that you, your family and your business need to help you with your tax saving and also with your issues and your questions around EU Brexit for expats. And we're honoured to serve you and we appreciate your questions and, and we'd be delighted to connect with you uh, in any way that uh, you feel fit. So leave us your questions. And if you could do me a favour, if you find this of some interest and some value, can you share it with your friends and your expat friends and your family that are living and working abroad or investing in holiday homes to see if they can learn themselves how, how better they can organise their affairs and protect their assets for themselves and for their children and for their uh, 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 future generations for their assets that are in far-flung countries, whether that's in Europe or beyond. Uh, we want to help those expat families and businesses protect their assets. So that's it for me. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. We love talking to you. We love your questions. So get, uh, get over to Facebook, comment on our blog, give us some feedback, give us some questions, and we'll happily answer those. And tune in next Thursday for next week's podcast and register to keep in touch with our newsletters and expats. Thanks very much. Nice to speak to you. Have a good evening. Bye-bye.